Welcome to Rethink Your Rules with Jenny Hobbs, MD, a fresh perspective on relationships, success, and happiness for high-achieving moms. Hello, it's Jenny, and I'm so excited to be back to the podcast. Uh, It's been a minute, and a lot of things have changed in my personal life and with my business, and I'm just I have so many ideas I'm bursting to tell you all about. So I keep overthinking how to restart this, how to rename it, all that good stuff. But, you know, I'm going to let that perfectionist overthinking part of myself go for a minute and just share with you from my heart about, you know, what's been going on, get you all caught up, tell you about what I'm doing now to help other women and um, what you can expect going forward. And I'm going to do it quickly because I promised my kids quality time and, as uh, is typical for me, I am trying to do too many things in not enough time and um, wanting them all to be perfect. So I am just going to trust that what I share with you here is going to be the right thing for you to hear in this moment. And then I'm going to go snuggle those babies before I head back to work. So with that in mind, uh, first, I would just want to catch you up on what's been going on since I last updated you in May of 2020. So of course, as we all know, COVID has been going on. And as a physician uh, and a mom, uh, it's been that in and of itself has really changed our lives and turned them upside down. Uh, during the time that we have all been dealing with COVID, in addition to that, my children have both been diagnosed with ADHD and there's been a lot of ups and downs with school, um, both in person and remote learning and in choices that are being made at home. And really both my husband and I have had to spend a lot of energy on figuring out how to be the best parents we can be for them and to advocate for them. Uh, and so that has been quite the quite the thing to go through during a time when we also have all been uh, a bit more socially isolated because of COVID, not able to get out of the house as much, see other people, not as many play dates, etc. So kind of at the beginning when I um, had first taken a break from podcasting, a lot of my energy was just going to figuring things out with my kids and survival, (laughs) to be honest. Um, And then over time, we we got some progress made with that. But, you know, if you know me at all, I'm very extroverted. I'm very, um, what's the word? I'm energized and inspired and motivated by um, external interactions. So social interactions, seeing new things, having interesting conversations, learning new ideas, all that good stuff. And during COVID, it's been incredibly hard for me to to do that. And I do have my fitness coaching business. And so I was seeing, you know, those clients online and things like that. But it just wasn't really a lot of of meaningful interaction. You know, everyone was busy. I would put a lot of effort into doing sort of Zoom meetups and things like that. But of course, everyone's tired of Zoom and it's not everyone's priority and schedules are different. And so in addition to everything going on within my home where I was trying to help my kids, um, be a great mom to them, help them navigate all that, help my husband, who's a stay-at-home parent, uh, as he's, you know, doing all those things at home as well. Then I also had the added sort of difficulty of figuring out how to stay motivated, inspired, connected, all those things that really feed my soul when I couldn't see people for many social interactions. Um, and I think, you know, for some people that was easier than others, but for me, it was very difficult. And I had previously found a lot of my social outlet through social media. So Instagram, Facebook, my, as I mentioned, my clients through my Beachbody business who would be in fitness groups and connecting there, um, my team of coaches that I was working with. And for various reasons, which I won't go into because of time right now, uh, 
all of those interactions became very stressful and triggering for me. Um, and I just was at a point after, I think it was about a year into COVID late, um, maybe like late February of 2021, where I just was like, you know, I've put all this effort into continuing to try to show up on social media, even when I don't feel like it, trying to show up for my business and my clients, even when I don't feel like it, showing up for my kids and my husband, of course, all this time working in the hospital, taking care of COVID patients um, and all the complexities and unrest around that, right? And showing up, there's a lot of political unrest as well and social questions being uh, out on social media and with various family members. And so it seemed like there's just this point in the winter of uh, 2020 to 2021 where I felt like um, kind of the worst I'd ever felt. I, you know, obviously on the outside, my life was, was pretty good actually compared to a lot of people, right? I had healthy kids. I had a good job. My husband and I were, you know, doing pretty well with our relationship despite all the stresses of COVID, um, financially very secure, obviously still, you know, had my job as a doctor as well as my business income. So on the outside, it would have seemed like I shouldn't feel that way, but I just felt, um, kind of like I was at rock bottom and I was really in a space where the isolation was getting to me. And I, I would tell my husband, you know, it just feels like I don't have anyone or very few people that I can just interact with and have a connection with where it doesn't feel stressful or triggering. I feel very isolated because not everyone understands what it's like to be a parent with special needs kids. Not everyone understands what it's like to be working as a doctor during COVID, you know, and there's so many people who maybe didn't believe in COVID or didn't believe in vaccines or like there's just so many factors that were like, um, that's what I'm looking for, controversial about COVID, which was very difficult when I felt directly um, impacted by that as a person working on the front lines and my family and I being at risk, right? Um, so it was like between the special needs parenting and COVID and being a healthcare worker um, and then having this business that I was running and feeling like I should be there to support all those people, but not always feeling like those people had the time or energy to interact with me socially, which was fine. You know, they were getting their fitness results. They were doing a great job. It was amazing. But I just felt like really isolated and alone. And for me, that was a problem. <laughs> so I, uh, I ended up going through a pretty intensive life coaching program for women physicians around that time. And I had known about the coaching philosophies that were used for a long time. I've actually had considered doing their coaching training uh, to supplement the training I was already doing as a life coach and the work I was doing as a life coach. Um, but I just was like, you know, I think this is the time I really need to dig into this and work on coaching myself and figuring this out. Like, why am I feeling this way? Why am I feeling so isolated? How do I feel better when I can't control all of these circumstances around me. Um, and so that life coaching experience was was very pivotal for me because I learned so much and I literally came out the other side of it feeling like a different person. I suddenly had a framework for how to be less defensive, to be less triggered by people, to do what I wanted to do uh, instead of what I thought other people wanted me to do, to actually even notice what I wanted. I said to my husband during that time, you know, I. I realized that I do know what I want, but I just am never in the habit of picking it. Like, I I don't think about that. I think about what should be done. What's the best thing to do? What's the perfect thing to do? What's the thing that my, you know, what's the business goal I'm trying to reach or the, the medical thing I'm trying to do? And like, what are the steps to do? Okay, those are the right steps. Someone said those are the steps. I better do the steps, right? This is how you're a good mom. These are the checklist of things. Let's do it. And I never step back really to say, do I want to do that? You know, and so a great example of that would be social media. I had 
actually always kind of enjoyed being on social media before the pandemic and I was building my business that way. And I was so, just toward the winter of 2020, I was so isolated and disconnected and I would literally have to force myself to open up my social media and put a post up there. And the thing is, that was totally different than how I felt before, but I was still doing it because I just was not in the habit of choosing to not do something because I didn't want to. And this is a whole nother topic for another day when I have more time, but it's not all bad to do something when you don't feel like it, right? Because sometimes that gets you to your goals and everything, <laughs> it requires some hard work and discomfort to get anything good in life. And I'm so glad I had honed that skill so well early on, right? It's made me an achiever. It brought me so much um, comfort and success and all those things. That said, I had become so accustomed to just doing the things because I had to do them, putting my head down, getting them done, right? Trying to be perfect and make circumstances perfect and, you know, check the things off the list that I had not really cultivated the skill of noticing when that wasn't working for me and just letting that be okay. And so <laughs> I told my husband, I was like, I just don't want to post anymore and I don't know what to do because I feel like I should post and I love my business and I love the people I'm serving and all these things. And he was like, just, you know, don't do it. <laughs> so I finally figured out a way to, uh, to be okay you know, listening to that voice of what I really want and to understand the difference between not wanting to do something because I felt lazy or scared or overwhelmed um, and not wanting to do it because I genuinely didn't want to do it. And that would be a good enough reason. And that took a lot of coaching, but it really changed my life. So I really went from thinking to myself, I can't do that to, I don't want to do that. Right. And just that simple switch, I can't, to I don't want to was so powerful for me. Right. Or the switch of like, I need this versus I want this just a, such a different, um, experience. And so after I did that whole program and really got to, came to terms with what do I want, what's working for me, what's not working for me and really questioned everything I thought I should be doing. Um, I found so much peace. I also, during that time really began to understand, um, on a deeper level, how to feel good in situations where things were not the way I wanted them to be. So where a circumstance was not what I wanted or a person was not doing something I wanted them to do and I couldn't change it, I could find a way to feel more at peace and to feel better and to feel, um, you know, my emotional life to be less tied to the actions of other people and circumstances around me, which as you can imagine during COVID with all the different things and all the changes in relationships was extremely powerful for me. And I think for many of us, especially high achievers, moms, physicians, perfectionists, we think that the way we make ourselves feel better is to fix all the things around us. And if we could just get everyone else to do things the right way, then we'd feel better. Uh, I know for sure that's always been how I live my life. And that was really transformational for me to let go of that and learn other ways to feel good and to uh, give people more grace and give myself more grace. So all of that said, I went through that whole transformation and I decided to go ahead and get certified in that life coaching program that I had been kind of thinking about for a while because it had impacted me so greatly during this time. And it's one of the best decisions I've made. I went through a pretty intensive six-month experience of learning to use those life coaching methods to help other people, grew even more in my own self-awareness and self-coaching, um, and began coaching private clients using that. And through this whole time, I really gave myself sort of a sabbatical from needing to do anything I didn't want to do, which meant I didn't post very much. I didn't share. People were messaging me, where did you go? What's been going on? I was like, yeah, I'm good. I'm, good. I'm just 
you know, I don't want to talk about everything anymore. And a lot of my emotional and mental energy was still going to things going on with my kids. Um, and I was like, you know, instead of doing what I would have done in the past and giving up all my sleep and just, you know, putting out content and answering all these messages and all these other people's agendas and questions, I'm going to prioritize what's important to me and let the rest go. And what was really filling my soul and making me and, and felt like what I really wanted to be spending my energy on was, you know, becoming a better mom and helping my kids and my husband navigate this difficult time um, and helping my private clients with their life coaching um, goals. And so I decided that's what I'm going to focus on. It's what is most aligned with where I am right now, where I want to take my business, where I want to spend my time, the type of deeper uh, high-level connections with people around their own, their mindset, their self-confidence, their relationships with other people. That is really where I think I'm offering the most value to my clients at this point in time and what I most love to do. And again, coming back to that idea of like, when I think about what do I really want to be spending my time doing, that's what I want to be doing. And not forcing myself to do things just because, you know, I'd said I'd, I used to want to do them seven years ago or because someone else said I should. And it's fun because now I come to my business with so much more joy and passion uh, and excitement about it. So with that in mind, um, that's kind of the new focus for the podcast, for Jenny Hobbs Coaching and all of the things. Um, I have so much more to tell you guys, but I am going to get home to spend a little time with my kids first. So as I wrap this up, people do always wonder, are you still doing health and fitness coaching? And the short answer is yes and no. So if you have a goal to lose weight, start doing workouts regularly, eat healthy, I have all those tools. I have both the mindset tools through one-on-one -on -one coaching. Um, part of my coaching certification is for weight loss coaching. Um, so I can absolutely help with the mindset tools. If you're really struggling with body image, that's something I can help with. Um, and I also have the products like the physical tools through Beachbody that I've always used, have given me all my results, have helped so many hundreds of my clients, and I continue to support people using those. And so you can absolutely come to me if you want to do those things. But most of my time is now really spent creating content and uh, resources and one-on-one -on -one coaching people around the other issues of relationships, self-confidence, um, you know, parenting, all those kinds of things that I was talking about, really the mindset piece. And for me, the applications of life coaching to, to your, um, to your mindset, your relationships, your work, um, all those things is a lot more compelling. It's what I want to be spending my time doing. I think it's what I'm actually best at. Um, and so that's really the focus of the coaching and the time that I'm spending. Um, and the health and fitness is always there. It will always be there. It's, oh, it's so important. But for me right now, it's, I honestly would rather help you with other stuff. If I'm being honest, I just, I think in the end, I can have a bigger impact on your life if we work on your mind instead of focusing on a weight loss goal. Um, so that's kind of where that's at. So with that said, what I can offer you going forward is that I will be showing up more regularly on the podcast with imperfect content just like this. I'm going to force myself to put it out there even when I know it's not perfect, which is a growth process for me. Um, and I'm really going to start by walking you through uh, the framework that I have used that I got through that life coaching program I did. 
Um, so the first few episodes are just going to be the background of what that looks like so that we have a common understanding of language and concepts that underlie everything. So really basic. So they're like the life coaching 101 <laughs> Jenny Hobbs perspective. And then after a couple of those episodes, I'm going to start doing episodes on specific applications of that um, and different ways that it shows up in our life. And it's going to be so much fun. I can't wait to get into all that. I'm also uh, going to be doing some episodes with a friend of mine. Um, I'll introduce her in a future episode as well. We'll call it Fun Friend Friday, and we have some really good insights from her life as well and some tools and things for you there. So keep an eye out for that. And um, I think that's about it. I also want you to know if you do want to stay in touch with me, here are the ways you can do that. So of course you can subscribe to this podcast. That would be amazing. Um, also encourage your friends to subscribe, share it. Um, the second thing you can do that would be amazing as well is to go and leave a five-star review. You don't have to leave a comment if you don't want to. Even just a five clicking the five stars helps out so other people can find this information. You can also leave a quick review uh, typed up if you would like to. Uh, always appreciate it. I know we're busy, but the, um, as it turns out, just like anywhere, uh, the more you know, interaction, comments, reviews you have, the more people get to see what you have to offer. And I am sure this can change so many people's lives. So... And then the other way you, you can find me is at my new website. It's www.jennyhobbsmd.com. That's J-E-N-N-Y-H-O-B-B-S-M-D.com. Um, when you go there, you can read a little bit about what's going on. You can sign up for a free 20-minute coaching consult with me to hear more about how this might be something you can use in your life and what my programs are. You can register to follow along with my newsletter, uh, which has more of these concepts coming out theoretically weekly <laughs> as I work on that. Um, and then you can even, if you click through there, you can see ways to work with me. So you can sign up for my one-on-one -on -one coaching program, which is the in-depth 12-week uh, program that I do. And I am going to be launching a course very soon that will be self-study and you can get on the wait list so that you're one of the first people to hear about that when that's available. So thanks guys. I appreciate you and I hope to hear from you soon. Thanks for listening to Rethink Your Rules with Jenny Hobbs, MD. Would you like to learn more about how to apply this to your own life through personalized coaching with Jenny? Visit us on the web at jennyhobbsmd.com to schedule a free consultation. If you found value in what you heard today, please consider subscribing to the podcast and giving us a five-star rating so we can reach even more women like you.